0: today we're going to take a quick look at two fintech companies that i believe will do amazing as long-term investments but jose it's the end of growth stocks right now the demise the great thing about investing is you can find companies that are growing at impressive levels but also are fundamentally stable to withstand some form Of interest rates hikes so today's episode we're going to take a quick look at each company and explain two things first are they fundamentally stable to kind of be okay during this kind of high interest rate market the second thing is do these companies have some form of pricing power so let's get started if this is your first time here make sure to hit the thumbs up make sure to hit the subscribe button check out the pinned comment for free discord free newsletter and a lot of great investing links so the two companies we're going to take a quick look at are two i own in my portfolio the first one's going to be block inc formerly known as square ticker sq the second one's going to be paypal ticker pypl we can see these two stocks have taken quite a hit uh block right now is down over 42.37 percent from its all-time highs that is insane then we have paypal down over 27.15 percent from their all-time highs so like i mentioned the first thing i really want to see is are these companies fundamentally stable to withstand some form of high interest and what does that mean that means a nice amount of cash very low debt and a nice amount of cash flow from operations so let's start off with block right off the bat we can see block has plenty of cash about eight billion dollars in cash and short-term investments and they have about 5.4 billion dollars in debt so they do have debt but they have plenty of cash to be able to cover that the second thing that i think is very important is they are profit positive in cash flow from operations so fundamentally i would say yes square is a company i wouldn't worry about anytime soon the second one we're going to take A quick look at is PayPal. PayPal comes in with the 13.3 billion in cash and short-term investments. Plenty of cash at hands. 7.95 billion in total long-term debt. So they do have debt, but very similar to Square. They have plenty of cash to cover it. At the same time, this company has a whopping cash flow from operations of 5.9 billion dollars in the trailing 12 months so fundamentally i like both of them now if we take a quick look at revenue growth both of these are growth monsters one a little bit bigger than the other block in their most recent earnings grew 26.7 percent revenue i do want to say revenue growth for block might not be the best metric because they kind of have that bitcoin thing uh maybe for paypal might be in somewhere similar but paypal did grow their revenue about 13.24 in the most Recent quarter. If we take a quick look at price to sales ratio, price to sales ratio for block is about 2.7. These are levels kind of seen, I want to say, in June of 2020. Uh, So a little bit post COVID transaction. And then if we see PayPal, PayPal has a price to sales ratio of 5.7 and very similar. It seems to be values a little bit higher than pre-covid but not as high as we've seen in post-covid let's take a listen to today's sponsor i want to thank the motley fool for sponsoring this video motley fool is a company that provides investing insight and stock recommendations for investors of all skill sets and risk levels you guys know i love finding new investing tools and resources to help me scout out new growth stocks and right now i have a discount for one of my favorite services the Fool offers through the Motley Fool Stock Advisor services, you get access to ton of expert stock picks. Every month, you'll get two new picks that are aimed at growing your wealth and to help you realize your financial goals. Stock Advisor's average stock picks have done amazing returns. If growing your money is something you'd like to do more of this year, you can visit fool.com slash Jose Naharo or click on the link below for access to my special offer and decide if the Stock Advisor is right for you. Thanks again to the Motley Fool and now onto today's video both these companies deal with one thing, um, digital wallets, right? And digital wallets have definitely kind of increased dramatically in the past few quarters alone due to COVID, the overall adoption of digital wallets. And for that reason, I do believe these companies are okay to trade at somewhat of a higher valuation compared to where they previously were. The real question is how much higher? And that's the tricky situation when it comes to investing. But I do want to show here we can take a quick look at decade of U.S. quarter three e-commerce penetrations. And we can see e-commerce penetration continues to grow, continues to become a bigger portion of the overall total retail market. But offline, the offline is still a huge huge percentage uh right now in the most recent 2021 quarter three it represented about 18.1 percent online sales online e-commerce represented about 18.1 so total retail is still driven by kind of at place in-store shopping and here's another one i wanted to show you guys right now uh, shares of digital mobile wallets in total North America e-commerce transaction volume is about 29.3%. So there's still plenty of growth. And if we take a quick look at this slide by Global Market Insights, they believe that the compounded annual growth rate for mobile wallet market is expected to grow over 20%. Uh, one of the number, one of the hot, most used online payment services in the United States is PayPal. And obviously their kind of solutions with Venmo helps them out a bit so now let's take oh we understand fundamentally and we understand why i'm into this kind of fintech market this is still an evolving market even though i feel like we feel like digital transformation in e-commerce in digital wallet has kind of happened already there's still so much room for it to grow so let's jump in with block block has multiple kind of companies but there's only two that should really matter as an investor Right now, and that is their Square and Cash App. We can see this is where this company makes most of its most of its gross profit from those two markets. There has kind of been a bit of a slowdown to the growth Cash App gross profit, and the kind of a flatlining to Seller gross profit. Again, same time last year during COVID, we saw a huge huge boost in kind of both digital transformation in form of stores and also in forms of digital wallets but i think square has plenty of room to grow if you take a quick look at their website on square they show a lot of what's new for the square users they continue to drop new products for their the solutions that they do for e-commerce obviously not only for just e-commerce for their regular on in brick motor solutions as well Uh, some of the things are like square photo studio app invoices plus uh, banking for example Now, if we take a quick look at their most recent kind of press release... Uh, not too new. This is kind of September 21, uh, September 21 of 2021. Uh, they kind of show how they're still expanding internationally, right? They're kind of expanding omni uh, channel solutions to businesses in France. They still have so much more market internationally to grow, which can obviously be beneficial for Block. They also partner up with some of the huge social media companies to kind of w- create ways to get those people watching in other platforms be able to shop with kind of square solutions so i think that's pretty cool now if we take a quick look at the cash app even though digital wallets in my opinion is such a huge grower i don't believe there's so much competition in this market right and i think that's something to keep in mind of obviously in the kind of point of solution and e-commerce solutions there's also i want to say a big kind of competition market in here but Square, to some extent, I'm pretty sure if you're going shopping, you're going to notice that Square has a nice market here, especially in the United States. And I believe that's one form of strength. Cash App Venmo is I'm um, not Venmo. Cash App itself is also very popular amongst the young, uh, the younger generation. I'm more of a PayPal fan. I'm more of a pen Venmo. But there's plenty of people that use Cash App the great thing is this is such a huge market that i don't think there has to be one sold one only winner right now if we take a quick look at paypal paypal very similar has kind of point of sale solutions has their digital wallets again for personal uh solutions so we can see uh paypal has created a new version of their application uh which do which does very similar stuff to like cash app you can check out with crypto buy now pay later kind of services touch free payments uh you can send money gift money with kind of uh with your paypal application then they also have obviously numerous business solutions to help the overall commerce platform both in forms of e-commerce payment transactions and kind of in-store brick and mortar solutions as well uh so one thing that i did enjoy about paypal is they do have a huge market right now and most recently in 2021 they're gonna be venmo is gonna be allowed in 2022 what am i saying we're already in 2022 in 2022 venmo is going to be allowed to be one of the solutions that you can use to pay in amazon so like i mentioned both these companies i believe are sitting very attractive in forms of valuations both of them have taken quite a hit they're all both fundamentally stable we saw those numbers and the overall market that they're in is one that can continue to grow so for me block and paypal even though who knows growth stocks like these can still kind of underperform this year i do believe in the long term of things they can provide great returns so i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode take care have a good day and see you next time